Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9-to-5 job, or increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is... Be of service to others. Business Bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of more service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC Square. So please join the conversation at Business Bros Pod on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or visit our website, csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T dot com. And as you listen today, remind yourself, or as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What does your life look like if you helped others make more money? And how can you take advantage of the information you hear today? And you can do that by scheduling your free coaching call. Remember, if success is for me, schedule a coaching call for free. For free. And by the way, because uh, I messed up today and I didn't schedule my other business bro to do today's podcast, I have a special guest uh, host today. Why don't you say your name up there, little buddy? Liam CS. I got my son Liam on the podcast and it's really cool that I have Liam on here because of uh, uh, everything that we're doing today, all uh, everything that we're doing today as in presently um, came because of this little eight-year-old boy. <laughs> Right. So what happened was we were doing the podcast and we're, you know, we're doing a pretty good job of getting our information out there. But then Liam came to the table. What did you tell me, Liam? That you need to go talk to other people. I need to go talk to other people. Other, what do you call them? Influencers. Yeah. He said, and you need to talk to other influencers, dad. And that's going to do what if I did that? Get you more views. It'll get me more views and more listens. And I thought, oh my gosh, my eight year old son is a genius. And because of that, we scheduled our first interview. We had uh, Jose Valencia on the podcast, and then we went out and scheduled a, uh, he invited us to the Big Block event, and we ended up meeting with Zabi, and then, you know, met a bunch of people after that, and the rest is history. Now our podcast is about every single one of you agents, and every time that you're able to get on the podcast and you're able to conversate with us, tell us your story, get some content for your social media page, you can thank Liam. So, Liam, that's why I wanted to get you on the show here, at least at the beginning, to say thank you. I'm proud of you, son, and you're helping the podcast grow. And every single agent out there, they're, they're, you can't hear them right now, but they're saying thank you to you, too. Cool? Cool. All right. Anything else? Any other words of wisdom you want to give me before uh, I send you off to go finish your homework? <laughs> <laughs> Not that many. Not that many? Don't have that much. No, you're only eight, year olds of win- eight years of wisdom? Yeah. All right, dude. Well, thanks, buddy. I love you. Love you. Say bye to everybody on the podcast. Bye. What do you got to go do now? Finish my homework. All right. Got to go finish your homework. Cool. So Liam was definitely the inspiration for everything that we've been doing now. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where 
once you become focused on what it is that you want to get done, you may need a few little hacks to help you keep going. And that's what today's topic is going to be about. Little hacks to help you stay focused. Um, and I got a lot of this information from uh, the certified coaching program that I'm from. So in case you're a real estate agent out there listening and you want to uh, take your business to the next level, you need some accountability partner, you need some sort of coaching. Uh, I am a certified real estate coach. So the real estate bro is actually a certified real estate coach. And so this, this is some of the information I pulled straight from our coaching organization to help you, you know, stay focused and get going in, in the new age that is out there, right? So that you can do a couple things every single day or, or have a different mindset every single day to help you get going. So being that it's the beginning of the year, uh, we want to make sure that we stick to basically planning ahead of time, right? We're always setting resolutions. We're always making up our uh, our goals for the year, and we, we're setting the bar for ourselves. And one of the things that I think you should do when you're setting up your goals or you're setting your bar is to actually set your bar higher or, you know, make your goals bigger than what you normally would expect. So for example, like if you're going to go out there and say, you know what, this year I'm going to sell 12 homes. Well, that's a good goal, right? That's one transaction per month. That's definitely doable. But the problem is you set the bar low. So if you, if you, you don't sell the 12 homes, if you only sell the eight, you're going to settle for that right? You're going to settle for that because you've only set the bar so high and you're going to be like, eh, you know what? I got close. It was, it was good. But what if you thought higher than that? What if you thought, you know what? This year I'm going to sell 50 homes or this year I'm going to sell hundred homes, right? Now you start breaking it down. Well, what does that really look like? If I sell 60 homes, for example, that's five transactions a month. That sounds like a lot. Well, what if at the end of the year, you know, you actually go after that goal. You actually make it part of what you want to achieve. You set the bar really high for yourself. You're going to go after those 60 homes, right? You start really breaking it down. You're like, well, I need to have five transactions closed a month. That means I need to have at least maybe seven or eight listings at all times. And you start trying to attempt to reach that goal. Now, let's say you sucked and you didn't reach your goal of 50, but you hit your goal, but you but you hit maybe 22, 24 homes. All of a sudden, it's a much bigger transactional year for you. Your income has gotten a lot better because you set your bar higher. You've achieved, you've shot for something much higher than you wanted to, than you had set before. And if even though you failed it to reach that goal, you've still done better than the previous times because you you set the bar higher for yourself. You know, it's one of those unique things about human beings is that we can do more than we think we can. I remember there was one time where uh, my uncle took us cousins. There's five of us, right? Um, I am the second oldest and, you know, we're all about 15 months apart. So, you know, the, the oldest, I think at the time was 18 and the youngest was maybe like, you know, 15, the five cousins, right? And we, we went to the Grand Canyon. We went backpacking down the Grand Canyon and it was an amazing trip because, I mean, we, we're young, right? We have our backpacks on, we go down, go, you know, it's about a mile hike down. And then, you know, you walk down the Grand Canyon and we found this beautiful spot and it's, you know, it has the riverbed, it has a waterfall. I mean, it's beautiful, beautiful area. Well, everything was great. Uh, the next morning it, it kind of rained a little bit. So that beautiful blue crystal blue water turned to like chocolate milk and it was ugly, but we had to pack up our things and head back out of the Grand Canyon. And it was funny because at this point we all kind of had our own pace. Some of us, you know, I, I remember thinking to myself, guys, you guys need to have enough water to make it all the way out of this thing. And some of them didn't pack enough water. Some of us did. 
And as we were making our way out of this Grand Canyon, see, the, the, the trail is pretty flat except for that last mile it was a mile down to get down to the grand canyon well to get back to the car it's a mile almost straight up and that's some of the most brutal miles in a hot desert that you can walk and i remember telling myself all i got to do is take one more step and every single time it's just one more step and one more step and one more step now i luckily was one of the prepared ones i had enough water i made it to the top no problem but everybody else, the next person behind me, it was about an hour before they reached the top. Mind you, this is something where you're taking a few steps and you're stopping and you're breathing. And you take a few more steps and you're stopping and you're breathing. And once once everybody got to the top, they all had their own experience. Mine was relatively easy. The next person had a little bit hard struggle. The next one was really struggling. I mean, they were like just begging for some sort of water and I didn't even know it was that, that point. But, but everybody sets their goals differently. Everybody packs a different amount of water. Everybody sets their bar at a different level and tells themselves what they have to do to get there. Some of them will struggle because they're not as prepared. They didn't set the bar high enough for themselves. And some of them will succeed because they set the bar really high and they know that even if they mess up at that level, they're still going to be doing better off than everybody else. So that's kind of my purpose in that last story is to make sure that you set your expectations higher than what you think you want to achieve. If you want to achieve, you know, uh, Grant Cardone is really good about this. He's, he's, he calls it 10xing everything, right? So whatever your goal is, 10x it. Do it 10 times whatever your goal is because if you mess up, you might still make it. All right, another way to stay focused and think about things is you need to understand that you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, right? This is a sales job. Everybody listening is in sales. You are out there to go and get uncomfortable. If, you, you're, if you're worrying about doing things about being perfect, understand that perfect is the enemy of done. You can't be perfect at everything. If you're waiting to be perfect at something, you're never going to actually take action to get it done. There are a lot of people who we've, who I've talked to recently who want to get things done on social media. A lot of people have said, I, you know, my resolution this year is to do more video on social media. My resolution is to put out a podcast. My resolution is to X, Y, Z, whatever it's going to be. And the problem is they sit back and they try to do something and it's not perfect. So they do it again. It's not perfect. So they do it again and they keep trying to perfect something and then they don't actually put the content out there because they're worried about being perfect. Look, the very first podcast we ever did was not very good. It was horrible but we put it out there. Same thing with the video. If you guys are watching some of our video clips, we're still learning. I mean, it's only been like four or five episodes that we've actually done video content for, but those four or five episodes are getting a little bit better and a little bit better. We're, we're learning how to play with the system and how to get our information out there a little better. And it's getting better as we move along. But even the crap stuff, even the stuff that didn't work out well, we're still putting it out there. Now, I, I heard, I forget where I heard this from, but you are, you are, uh, you, every time you're out there doing stuff, you're learning from your mistakes, right? You're learning from every single imperfect action that you've taken and you're earning while you learn. And if you take the L, in other words, every loss, if you take every L when you're out there actually taking action away from the learning, you begin to earn, right? Lose for every L in learning and taking action, you begin to earn. So stop thinking about getting ready to take action. Stop procrastinating. Stop worrying about perfection. Just tell yourself, look, I'm going to get this done and do it. That's the only way that you're going to get out there. You got to be uncomfortable. I'm sorry. You got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Get out of your skin, right? Here, I mean, it's, it's different when you're out there in the real world and you're trying to talk to people, when you're knocking on doors or picking up phones, you are going to be told no, 
right? You're going to make a mistake. There's going to be times you don't know what to say. And that's okay. You have your calling scripts. And if you don't, let me know. I'll help you out with that. Hernan at csfirst.com, right? But you have your calling scripts. You've been talking to people in the industry. You know how to talk to people because you do it all the time. When you're at Starbucks, when you're pumping gas, when you're you know, at a bar, at a restaurant, you know how to talk to people. It's the same thing. But for some reason, when you're trying to you know, somehow in your conversation say what it is you do, for some reason you fumble, you stumble, and you don't know what to say. It's very easy to talk to people. We get our and we get in our own way. We are worried about being uncomfortable instead of being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Understand that if you're not out there hearing no, you're not working. All right? You guys are in sales. You know you are all about hearing no and working past the objection. So, next thing, right? There is plenty of business to go around. Right. And there are a lot of agents who live in fear, like that guy stole my client or, you know, don't talk to him. He's going to he's going to steal your marketing material. Man, there's so much business to go around. I mean, I'm, I'm blessed that if I look out of my office window, I have a great view of all of downtown, all of like Chula Vista, National City, almost all the way to TJ. And I see a bunch of little lights. Right. And it looks like a like if you're looking at the stars, if you look up at the stars, every single star in the city is a possibility of a client. Every single person out there, every single light that is on is a possible client. So there is plenty of business to go around. Stop living in fear and start working with people and learning from each other. Fear is only going to make you question everything you do or everything you even achieve, for example. Like if you are living in fear, you start you, you start thinking about, do I even deserve this success? I mean, have I even am, am I even capable of reaching a higher level? You start questioning yourself and everything you do. There's plenty of business to go around. Stop living in fear. Fear is going to drive you to a negative place that you don't want to be. Instead, start being of service. Start being out there trying to interact with people on a personal level to reach them as human beings. Nobody likes to be so plain and simple you're a salesperson and the reason why salespeople have a negative stigma from time to time is because they're trying to talk to you and every conversation is transactional not every interaction you're going to have with someone is a transactional interaction you must be out there trying to be of service this means that you're out there conversating with people you're talking about their interest you're asking genuine questions about what's going on in their life because you're building relationships. Sales is a high relationship business. And if you do that, those relationships will lead to referrals when you ask for them. They will lead to transactions as you learn to build these relationships and ask for the business in the right time at the right place. That's why in our coaching organization, we always try to use the Ford script, family, occupation, recreation, dreams, because these are memory joggers of questions that you can ask somebody that you're talking to. And eventually you're going to get to the occupation question and the opportunities will present themselves when you're available to talk about what it is you do, or even better, as you're asking questions about what's going on and their friends or family opportunities will present themselves where you can ask for the referral they're part of genuine conversations but you must be out there stop living in fear understand that there's plenty of business to go around and there's all kinds of things that can happen if you genuinely if you're genuine and if you're out there trying to be of service to other people <clears throat> all right my next point 
always stay curious and avoid falling prey to your ego. So in the previous uh, point, I was talking about fear. To me, the ego is fear. To me, the ego is the way you describe it. The ego um, disguises itself as fear. When your ego is the thing that's going to get in your way, it's going to stop you from taking action. It's going to stop you from doing things and it's going to replicate itself in your body as fear. So when you get ready, when you're getting ready to knock on a door or you're getting ready to pick up the phone, you get those little heart palpitations. You get the little clammy feeling like that little sweaty feeling. You might get a little flustered. Your face might turn a little red or whatever it's going to be. Right. But those things are the things that are going to stop you from taking the action that you need to take because it's your ego trying to prevent you from being uncomfortable so always stay curious and avoid falling prey to your ego stay curious i mean learn to actively listen and genuinely care about what you're talking about with other people right and and this is going to lead me a little bit into this social media aspect of it because even though in real estate i mean of all the people that we've talked to on the show all the people that have come on here and told us about how they generate business and how they uh, go out there to meet new people, almost all of them are leaning towards the social media thing. It's kind of the hot buzz, right? Everybody wants to do more videos on social. Everybody wants to make a brand for themselves on social. But every single one of the interviews, if you go back and listen, all of them talk about the main course of their business is not in social media lead generation. It's not in social media content. Those things are supplements to what to the core things that they're already doing to the picking up the phone, to the having the conversation, to the face to face interactions. You still have to do that. If you think you're going to run your business completely on social media, you're tripping. It's just not going to happen. However, that being said, there is a huge influence that you can use in social media to brand yourself, to stay on top of mind to your clients and to everybody uh, that you are being followed to, followed by in your social media feed. Now, here's the biggest difference. To me, the difference is on your social media feed, do you like a bunch of things or are you genuinely looking, reading comments and, and commenting yourself? Because that's where the big difference lies. Anybody can scroll down Instagram and double tap and, and, you know, put a heart on a bunch of pictures, but nobody really cares about the hearts as much. What really comes off is the social interaction. It's the commenting. It's the giving the props. Think about you as a as a kid in school, for example. If you were in class the whole time and nobody ever told you if you did well or did bad or did anything, you would feel almost invisible. And people do tend to feel invisible on social media. They put their information out there. You put your information out there because you want the attention. Because you want somebody, yeah, you want the like. But it would be even better if someone said, hey, that's a great picture. I love that picture right? Go out there. You stay curious. Be out there talking to these individuals, to the people on your social media feed, and it will return so much to you if you're engaging. Engagement is not a like. Engagement is a comment. Could even be a video comment. You reply back to their comments using video. I think that's pretty cool too. All right, next point. Always go out and seek more knowledge. Look, everything is changing. The world today changes so quickly. I mean, 
it wasn't long ago that we didn't even have internet or cell phones or smartphones. I mean, the world is changing so quickly that you need to make sure that you're up to speed with things. So there's all kinds of ways that you can do that. There's this old school thing before tablets called books. You can read those or you can get them in audio, right? You can listen to podcasts. You can have conversations with people, people who've been in the industry for a long time. That's one of the greatest things that I think we've learned from in our podcast is we're able to have conversations with people who are doing it, people who are successful. And we even have conversations with people who are new to the business and we get to share our knowledge with them and and whatever else they're seeing and bringing into the industry being the newbies coming in, right? So you're always constantly learning. Go to network events, go to training sessions, get a coach, do what you need to do to continue to gain knowledge. Get outside your own comfort zone and go out and meet new people and learn new things. It doesn't have to be people within the industry. So if you're insurance and you're only sticking around to people who are insurance, you're 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 avoiding other industries or other types of things that are going on out there you're really shortchanging yourself because other people have different in in different point of views and different ideas and different things going on in their life that can help influence how you address different things going forward so make sure you, you step out of your comfort zone go meet new people go learn new things look we sometimes especially in real estate we get caught up in our own industry we forget that there's other people outside the real estate industry and we kind of get caught up in ourselves right we go to networking events with other real estate agents we go to other training sessions with lenders we meet up with title people all these people in the same industry you know there's a whole other world out there and that whole other world tends to need a place to live also so make sure you step out of your comfort zone go out there meet these new people because they might have a different interest maybe they like art maybe they are like my other business bro over here who wants to go see all the museums or rides a Harley, right? There are different things that are going on in the world outside of the industry that we can definitely learn from and get to know people so that, you know, these things become transactional. Everybody needs a place to live, but not everybody's in the real estate world. Plus, you get to learn a little bit of a different lingo, right? If I'm talking to people in the real estate industry, I can drop little acronyms and you know what I'm talking about. But if you go talk to teachers or you go talk to police officers or you go talk to firefighters or nurses or doctors, whatever it is, each of them has their own little lingo. Each of them has different things that are going on in their world that are important to them and changes going on in their life. And these these conversations that you can meet, that you can have with people that you meet outside your industry will shape your mind and make it better make your make you open to different things which brings me to my next point you you might want to join a mastermind team there are a ton of mastermind teams within your industry but there are also a ton of networking groups with other people in other industries so you can do that at the same time your mastermind team doesn't even have to be alive I mean, there are so many autobiographies, there are so many movies, there are so many podcasts on different things and topics of people who have been in, who have have had successful lives, who have done things. Abraham Lincoln, Ben Franklin, Winston Churchill, Napoleon Hill, Steve Jobs. All these people have so much documented information out there that you can learn from what they did, what they didn't do, what they wish they did, what they did horrible at. All these skills have been documented and written about, and you can learn from these people. These people can be part of your mastermind. They don't have to be living people. Sure, you might want to interact with living people, 
but they don't have to be. You can still develop a mastermind team of very, very intellectual, very successful people because we have so much access to information. We live in the Google age. You got a question? Google it. I like the Google home that I have at, at home. My kids like it too. They, they keep asking Google for different things. You can do the same thing. Join a mastermind team or create your own mastermind team. And I suggest you have different types of teams, things that are going to fill you uh, fill you up inside emotionally, things that will fill you up spiritually, things that will fill you up you know, health-wise, things that will fill you up uh, um, uh, fiscally, right, with your money, different masterminds for different areas or have different uh, people that you look up to in each one of those areas and just spend a little bit of time all, you know, regularly block out a little piece of time to continue to go out and seek more knowledge, seek a different opinion from people who you look up to who are successful in many different industries, because those pieces of life will give you ammunition for when you're sitting down and talking to people who have situations. When you're truly being of service to others, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're being of service to others in real estate it could mean that you're being a shoulder to lean on right or a shoulder to cry on or you know somebody to talk to these relationships will will blossom and they will bloom and it's a long-term game sales is a long-term game you ever look at somebody in sales who's been in the industry for 20 plus years they never have to go out and prospect anymore because they've spent the 20 years prospecting and building their circle of influence their circle of influence is so big because they spent so many years growing it and establishing it, farming it, and getting to know these people that the relationship now is just something that they do regularly. They genuinely care about talking to these people. Go out, seek more knowledge, get out, and make yourself a little more accessible to different ways. All right, next point I have on here is don't give up or give in. Look, you're going to hear no. And if you're actively putting yourself out there to hear no, then you're then you're doing the work that is necessary. People are going to tell you no. You're going to get past a lot of no's before you find some yeses. And success in sales comes in the follow-up. Look, follow-up is probably the most important part of sales. Lead generation, you can get really good at that. And, and, and you know, now, especially today with the social media stuff out there, you can generate leads no problem. There are tons of ways to generate leads. But leads are worthless. They mean nothing until you set the appointment. And the appointment comes in the follow-up. And here's the problem that I find with many, many, many people that we've coached in insurance and in real estate. They don't understand follow-up could mean I'm not going to get a transaction done or a contract signed or an insurance policy bound. It'll take 8 to 12 touches maybe before you even find success. 8 to 12 touches, that means you have to call this person and actually talk to them, not leave a voicemail, not send an email, not send a text message. This is an actual conversation with people. It's going to take you a good 8 to 12 touches before you find success. I constantly talk to real estate agents or insurance agents, and they always have those deals that they've been talking to somebody for six months in the making, nine months in the making before they actually got in the buying window. 
this is a continued process. So follow-up is absolutely vital. You're not bugging people if you're building a relationship with them and they genuinely want to hear from you every once in a while. You're coming to the table with value. If you learn to come to the table with value and that value can only be found if you're genuinely listening to the conversation that's being had. If you actually care about what they're talking about, you're going to find things that they value that are important to them. And when you find them in the other areas of the world that you're processing your normal day to day operations in when you find a little gem you can put it in your notes to talk to that person a little bit later hey i found this i thought you might find it pretty interesting i just thought i'd give you a call and follow up yeah no that was great perfect hey by the way i'm trying to still you know i'm trying to meet my quota this month i gotta help at least one more family you know anybody who do you know that needs help buying or selling real estate come to the table with some value If you come to the table with value, you will be successful. Your follow-ups will be much easier and the 8 to 12 touches will be no problem. As a matter of fact, you're going to be doing 8 to 12 touches with these people anyways because you actually care about them, because you actually want to help them and 8 to 12 touches will become second nature. So don't give up. Don't make excuses. Everybody makes excuses why you don't want to follow up. Oh, maybe they're at school. Oh, maybe they're sleeping. Oh, maybe this, maybe that. Stop with your excuses. Just get on the phone. Pick up the phone. Talk to them. Knock on the door. Talk to them. Make an effort to build a relationship and the success will follow it. All right. The last little one because we're running low on time here. This is uh, you only need to compete with yourself. Look. And Jeanette, uh, Miss South Bay, was on our podcast yesterday, and she said something really cool. She said, learn to focus on your own lawn, your own patch of grass, and make that grass as green as possible. If you're just focusing yourself on making your patch of grass green, then you don't worry about what everybody else is doing. You keep working on your craft. You keep making what's working for you better and try to make it better and, you know, give your grass water, give your grass, you know, grass food or whatever it needs, extra soil or manure, whatever it needs to make your craft better, right? Think about star athletes, Tiger Woods, Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Tom Brady, Michael Jackson, Eminem. All these people are great. Who do they compete with? They only really compete with themselves. They want to do better than they did before. And because they're competing with themselves and mastering their craft, getting good at what it is they do, and trying to make every piece of what they do better, they're the kings of whatever they do. They are the ones that we look up to. They're the Hall of Famers. They're the ones that do much better, and they're always competing with themselves. Sure, yeah, Michael Jordan, Kobe, Tiger Woods, they compete against Tom Brady, they compete against other athletes, but they really ultimately try to master their craft. You'll see the Black Mamba on a court, you know, when he was playing after a game, sitting, making a shot over and over and over again, not even practice time, just perfecting his craft. Tom Brady does the same thing. I'm sure Eminem has pages and books and books of rhymes he's written and he just hasn't used them yet but he's constantly working on his craft so i want you to do that that's the last thing i want you to do before we end our today's shows reflect on what you're doing and best of all reflect on what you're not doing 
What is it that you want to achieve and what do you need to do to get there? You should have a business plan written out. And if you don't, if you're a real estate agent, you don't have a business plan written out, let me know. It's called a real estate treasure map. It's part of what our coaching program has in store. So if you need it, I mean, you can go on Amazon and buy it. But I'll, I mean, honestly, I'll give it to you for free. Just schedule a free coaching call with me and we'll sit down and we'll, you know, I'll give you the, the real estate treasure map so you can do your business plan and get yourself ready for 2019. It's not too late. Look, it's only been a week into 2019. Start today. Stop worrying about yesterday and start today. Make something of what 2019 is going to be because future you is going to love you for what today's you is going to put in, right? Think, I mean, one of the things that uh, Tim Harris in my coaching program said that was really awesome is if you think back, look at the house that you're living in now, the car you're driving in today, you are experiencing the positive effects of the work that that past you has done. Today, where you're at today, say thank you to past you. And if you want to say thank you again, if you want to appreciate the same things you have today or bigger and better and flashier things, then you know the work that you need to do today to get there so that future you is thanking today you. So that's all I got for you guys today. Remember, if you guys have any questions, you can reach out to me, Hernan at csfirst.com. Make sure you guys find us on all shows on our social media feeds at Business Bros Pod. But that's all I got for you guys today. Peace. And I'm out.